Welcome back, everybody, to the 84th episode of the West Coast Preps podcast. As you can tell, the NBA playoffs are in effect. Some of us here, I should say, both of us at West Coast Preps, the entire team is devastated from Wednesday's unfortunate, tragic events that were stripped away from Golden State Warriors fans and, well, quite frankly, ruined the rest of our week, I'd have to say. Would you agree, Greg? I would agree. LeBron is a what, Chris? He's soft. Okay. He's That's a crybaby. He won't. Not a grammatical correct uh, sentence there, but I'll, I'll let it slide, I guess, because you are correct. There's no way he was seeing three rims after that play. That dude is the most dramatic guy I've ever seen in my life. You get, Draymond's hands are straight up. He barely gets touched, and he's on the ground. I mean, it was a foul. I'm not going to say it wasn't a foul. No, it's, I mean, it's but, a foul, but that's not egregious, and there's no way he's seen three rims on that thing. There was many fouls called in that game that were not fouls. I'm just going to say that. You know what it reminded me of? 2016. NBA Finals. That's what it reminded me of. Shall we pull up a quote from our good friend, Connor, about these refs? Yeah, pull it up, Greg. Pull it up. All right, let me make sure. I, I want to get this one correct. Uh, I can't find it. Where well, is it? Wasn't it 1-14 in 14 with that officiating crew going there with one of those? Exactly. Refs? Exactly. And they were 0-4 in, in playoff games with him, too, if I'm right. Something like that. That's about what the quote was. But that's their biggest rival, essentially, is those two refs. Goble, that's his name. Golden State is 1-14 in the last 15 games, now 1-15 in by either John Goble or Trey Maddox, including four playoff losses with Goble. Lakers were 10-0 with Goble this year. Just going to say 2016 NBA Finals all over again. LeBron's not allowed to lose. I'm not sure if you've noticed – no, LeBron's, LeBron's more of showing us that you're going to get your way if you cry. That's not really a moral good, of the story is crying. That's not a good way to teach people. I was telling someone that last night. You can't just cry and always get your way. That's not the way it's supposed to work. But apparently, that's well, the, way, it's the way it's working in the NBA. It's the way it's been working in the NBA for no the last. Way. There's what? no way he was seeing three rims. That's about the most dramatic thing I've ever seen and heard in professional sports in my entire life. Without a doubt. With all that said, though, there's a lot of positives to that game. Can we also just – I know we talk about Seth, but we got to give Andrew Wiggins his love. Like we talked a little bit of crap about him here. But, but he's yeah, played well all year the long. Only, the only time we really talked crap about him was through the first three games, right? Then after that, that was – Wiggins has been – and Wiggins isn't a guy that's meant to be the first option on a team, and that's okay. He's a fantastic – compliment to Steph and Draymond in this crew. And when you imagine Clay Thompson coming back too, you've got to like the future for this franchise right now. You really do. I agree. I mean, they just played a team that might go on a finals run, honestly. And they almost, and they should have beat them. They beat them. They should have. Other than third quarter turnovers. I mean, you know, you can talk about fouls and all that sort of stuff. Third quarter turnovers was eight, the difference. In eight the turnovers in the third. Eight turnovers on that's like you said, that's the difference in that game. But now we have another game tonight against Memphis, who they just beat on Sunday. So five days later, they get to try and beat them again and get into the eighth seed now. What are your thoughts on the game? 
they're going to smoke Memphis out of the water. Smoke Memphis out of the water. I don't think so. Think so. I think it's an emotional loss that they I, thought they were going to win. No, I think they're going to <laughs> draw Morant to take a lot of jumpers. And I think Steph and Draymond are going to come out livid. And Draymond's going to run the floor. Just like those 2019 Western Conference Finals against Portland, I think is probably the right way to put it. He's going to have one of those kind of days. Steph's going to be – you know when Steph's got his back against the wall too? When Steph and Draymond have their backs against the wall, it's harder to find a duo. And let's say if Clay Thompson's there, why right, a trio as dominant and as lethal as them? Does Draymond hit a three or nine? Yes. Wow. With their, backs against, hit- with their backs against the wall, Draymond will hit a three. If there's any time Draymond will hit a shot, it's then. True. He had, what, 32 in that game seven? Something like that. Yep. It's the best game I've ever seen that guy play. No, he didn't. He literally couldn't miss. It was unlike anything I've seen from that guy. And it's sad because they had to lose. Yeah. More positive news from Bay Area sports. That's not high school. The San Francisco Giants have the best record in Major League Baseball right now. Anything to say about that one, Chris? Go Dodgers. So you decide to call me today. The first time the Giants and Dodgers played this year with the Dodger hat on. Disrespectful. You know what's honestly. funny, too? I honestly had no idea they were playing this weekend. I just saw the hat and decided I was going to put it on this morning. And all of a sudden, I guess they're playing this weekend. It's just disrespectful. That's what it is. But – Gabe Kapler can stay for a little bit longer. I know I've said fire him since the day they hired him. So he can stay as long as they have the first place in the National League West, he can stay manager until once he's second place, he can get fired again. Because let's be real. Place in they that have, position, you want him gone. That's yes, because let's be real. Behind the defending World Series champions, you want him gone. Dodgers Dodgers suck. They've always sucked. They're trash. They just won, they won, the won World in Series. a series. Yeah, in like a non-full year, what they played. Would have won that, you would have been. I guarantee, if your team would have won that, you would have been jumping off walls. I know that for a fact with you. I know that. Let's be real. They played. They didn't play 162 games. They didn't play a full season. They They literally played like what? They stole the World Series. You can't take away a championship. They won a fake World Series. Put an asterisk next to it. But what would you have done if the Giants would have won that? I'd rather I'd rather have the Astros World Series than the Dodgers World Series. I'd rather have the Dodgers than the Astros. Well, that's because you're an A's fan, and the you Astros, always get beat Astros, by the Astros. The Astros treated their way. The Dodgers just navigated the pandemic. And came or did the Astros the just figure out a good system to win games? No, they didn't. That's no, the sad part is the Astros did not need to do that with that team. They really didn't. You know what the sad part is? You all sound bitter because you couldn't beat the Astros. I'm not bitter. I know, I know the A's are never going to win in my lifetime. They'll probably be in Vegas in a few years, as they should be. Probably. But anyways, the reason Kapler should be fired is this team has the most blown saves in Major League Baseball. And they and still, still have, have the best record. record. And they still have the best record. So imagine if they had a good manager on this squad who didn't blow saves. 12 times in the first 38 games or however many games they've played at this point. Just imagine. Just saying. Dude's not a great bullpen management. Maybe they need to hire a new coach strictly for just to manage the bullpen because he doesn't know how, what he's doing. Ever thought of getting a new pitching coach maybe? 
I mean, the pitchers are doing well. It's just he doesn't put his guys in the right spot to succeed. You go back to opening night when they're up like six or seven nothing on the Mariners, and they just walked in like six runs that night. You're just going to leave your pitcher out there stranded who can't throw a strike. That's just bad, bad coaching. That's all I can say about that. So he's okay for now. If you're first place you can't fire anyone but as soon as you drop out of first place you need to start having that conversation because they should be at least four or five games ahead of the Padres and Dodgers at this point and they only won I don't like the look that you have on your face because that means something not smart is going to come out of your mouth I really don't think Kapler should be thought of being fired right now maybe if they go on some really bad stretch coming up yes but they have the best record in baseball with a team that was not expected to do anything close to this i also want to say just to kind of tie in the foothill uh love and high school sports love brandon crawford has the most home runs through was it like 30 or 40 games since barry bonds in 2007 that's, he's been playing really well this year. And a great week for Foothill because their softball team also won a league championship. Indeed they did. Yeah, they did. Coach Sweeney again getting it done with a fantastic group of girls. They won 10 straight to end the year. <clears throat> 17 and two overall record this year. They just beat Amador Valley in a crazy game yesterday afternoon in Pleasanton on senior night. Five to four. They had three seniors. They all came in four-year varsity players, as Sweeney said, before that game for senior night. They won some titles during their run, and they cap it off with another league title to end it. But Foothill had Maddie Highland this year, one of the best pitchers out there. You had Avery Francis. You had just a fantastic roster. Galen Kavanaugh had an RBI last night as well. But Foothill Falcons, they're league champions in softball. They got a league championship there in softball. They got one in football. Pretty good spring. They're up on Foothill Road. Yeah, Foothill's uh, got to be in the running first school of the year i'd say they've had a, a heck of a year uh how many championships does sweeney have now in total I mean, that dude wins everywhere he goes everything he touches turns to gold um well i've lost count i don't think there's enough um fingers on the earth to count that exactly i can't do math so i have to use my fingers and once it gets over 10 i struggle so probably yeah it sounds like most of us yeah definitely definitely here at west coast preps what is math Kids stay in school. Um, go to your algebra class, algebra two. Good with math when it comes to sports. You give me stats, I got you. But yeah. once I hit algebra one, and I had a not so good teacher in eighth Wasn't grade. Wasn't that freshman year? Um, eighth grade. <laughs> How did you graduate college? Is that what West Virginia education is like? Is that why now? Now you and Jason Hardy make sense. It all makes sense. What are you trying to say about my man, Jason Hardy? I love Jason Hardy. He was, an all education. he was an all-American all player. I, he's a great player. I, great person, great player. But that West Virginia education is uh, iffy, to say the least. You know, people, you don't have to go to a Harvard to be successful. No, I'm not saying you have to. Ha you don't have to know math to be successful. Just saying, West Virginia education is uh, below what it should be. How is it below? 
Well, who has really come out of West Virginia? Let, let, let's, you know, Pat McAfee. I mean, come on. Jerry West? Yeah, but, I mean, how long ago was that? Isn't he still the best kind of executive in sports? Is he, though? When was the last time he won a championship? What, what do you do with Kobe and Shaq and then the Warriors? I'm just saying. He went to the Clippers, and they haven't done nothing still. Yeah, I'd like to think some of that was coaching. True. We'll see this year. I mean, they have Ty Lue as a coach now, so. That was an interesting hire. Yeah. If you don't like the coaching staff, why hire someone on the coaching staff? Yeah, a little weird. Uh, Jerry West has lost his touch. Yeah, I don't think Jerry West will ever lose his touch. That guy likes that. Already has. That guy hates the You know what the logo should be? It shouldn't be Jerry West. It should be Steph Curry. No. You know why? Steph Curry is one of the greatest players of all time. The greatest shooter of all time. And he's had the most impact on this game since Michael Jordan. But he's He scored 37 being triple teamed all night. But he's still not better than MJ or LeBron. I, at this point, I'm putting him in the conversation. He's top three. Top five. 37 being triple team. He's top. He's top five. He's top three. I go top five. I'm new on top three. Well, you're wrong. What he did Monday night. Insane. Well, and that's why when Clay Thompson comes back, this team's the finals contenders again. You also is a championship contender this year. The New England Patriots. Super Cam is back. We haven't talked about them at all in the past couple months. Oh, I think they deserve to be, to be talked about. Why, why would I talk about the Patriots in my free time? Why, why would I willingly do that to myself? Why? Because they're the greatest franchise in sports, followed by the Golden State Warriors and the San Francisco Giants. Those are the top three franchises. Because they're all your favorite teams. You can't trust somebody that's a Patriots, Warriors, and Giants fan. I'm a Sharks fan, though. You the Sharks don't count. They're not even a franchise anymore, let's be <laughs> honest. I'm so fed up with that franchise. They wasted 20 years of my life being, oh, we're, we can win a Stanley Cup this year. No, you never did. You remember when you opened a show was saying the Sharks have some hope and they might uh, actually do something in the playoffs this year? What happened? Did they even make the playoffs, Chris? No, I don't think I watched a second of Sharks hockey this year because I'm done. Why, yeah, why, you would read I, some why would I do that to myself? Every time I turn it on, they give up two goals, so I had to turn it off. That's what they always do. They're they're the worst. They really are. I'm I'm so tired of the Sharks. It's just it was every year for 20 years. It was We're, oh, yeah, it's worse than the A's though. Well, the A's are worse than the A's. Yeah, they are worse than the A's because the A's. I honestly, when they get to the postseason, I know it's going to fade away in a wild card game. They're going to throw in somebody like Luke Gregerson. Obviously, they don't have him now, but they'll just leave Haney changeups. Right. Something bad's going to happen in elimination. I know that. I know what the A's roster, they're not going to win it. The Sharks have had rosters many times that could make a run. And then what happens? They choke it away. They choke it away. Seems like uh, all your teams usually choke it away. Even the Warriors sometimes. The Warriors, yeah, when they blew a 3-1 lead. Yep. After they came back from a 3-1 deficit. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, if we're talking about a KD Steph Curry debate, go watch Game Seven of that twenty uh, sixteen Western Conference Finals. Just see who's better. Just saying. Steph beat him without KD. Steph won without KD. Y'all forget about that series. But KD's not clutch. Steph was clutch. KD's not clutch? I've seen KD hit multiple game winners. Yeah, because he had the, the backup of Steph Curry behind him. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be in that moment if it wasn't for Steph Curry. I don't like these blank faces you're giving me Steph anymore. That I might moment, just lose. If, would Steph have been in that moment in the 2017 finals if he didn't have KD? I think the Cavs that year were better than that the year before. Steph wasn't losing that finals. I think he would have. You can think all you want, but he wasn't going to. You don't know that. Did he lose? No, because KD winning finals MVP. As he should have. And he did not deserve. In 2017, KD did not deserve finals MVP. That has three finals MVPs right now. Let's be honest, dude. KD doesn't win without Steph. But what about the 2017 finals? KD's the one that won them that. No, he didn't. KD doesn't get the shots if Steph taken two or three guys with him everywhere he goes. They didn't need to double team Steph then because they had KD and Clay. They didn't need to double team Steph. No, let's go rewatch the finals. Yeah, rewatch. We'll have a film. Let's bring. No, no, no. Let's bring Doc Shepler on. We'll have a full series of him breaking down that series, and we'll have him decide. You want to have Doc break it down over the summer? Yes, I do. That guy's too busy winning more championships than Steve Kerr. Wow, I mean you're right, but he doesn't have time for us now. No, he's no, he's 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 building championship programs. Unlike Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr's See, he's a much nicer person than you, so he wouldn't make time. Steve Kerr is costing team titles with bringing in Festus Azili and Anderson Verjao of Game Seven of the 2016 Finals. You want me to? The Warriors did not lose that series because of officiating. They blew that series. They lost it because of officiating. No, they blew that series. Game six, Steph had, what, three fouls in the first four minutes? Come on. How many points did they score in the first quarter? 11 points? Yeah, because they basically said, Steph, you go sit for the next 15 minutes because we're going to put three fouls on you. You're an NBA team. You shouldn't score 11 points. I don't care who's out there. Just saying. When you take out the best player in the world off the court, that's what's going to happen. 11 points. That's, That's atrocious. Who's a better basketball player right now, Steph Curry or LeBron James? Right now, Steph at this moment. Be, Steph should be MVP. But he's, he's not in the finalist. But Steph should be MVP, but he's not going to win it. No, he's not going to. He's going to go to Jokic, and I'm still mad about that because Steph should be MVP, and it should be in a landslide. You know, if Steph isn't hurt with that tailbone injury for, like, what, he missed eight games or something like that, this team's a six seed, maybe even five. What, what was the record without Steph? One and seven in that stretch, I think. One and seven, I think. Yeah, one and seven. Wow. Or they won. They won one more game because they beat the Pelicans without Steph. Right? Was it the Pelicans? Was it? So they're like two and seven or something. Okay. Yeah, but that game didn't matter. No. That's why they sat him. That's it's it's sad. Just saying. If let's just say they go 
three and four over that span instead of one and seven, that two games makes a difference. Yeah. And how how close the West was. Anyways, are we talking about high school sports? Or you just want to continue talking about Barry? Back in the high school sports, you had a big game that you saw there on Wednesday in San Ramon. Number one, Cal against number two, De La Salle. Obviously, we just had a big series. We saw Cal against SRV, which was a top five matchup. And then this week, Cal again, another big series. And you were there for what looked to be a fantastic Spartans game as they continue this really hot stretch they've been on over the last month. Yeah, for sure. And it ironic because Cal shut down Cal. Cal Randall came into to Cal and absolutely dominated all game. Um, they only scored one run in the game, and it was on, you know, a couple plays that obviously Cal would probably want – or Dallas would probably want back and whatnot, but it didn't really matter because Randall just kept on dominating all game. And Cal – or, sorry, De La Salle just doesn't seem like they make mistakes. I think they made one mistake in the whole game, and it led to the run. And there you go. I mean, that's the – that's the difference between Dale and They just don't make mistakes, you know, and they hit sack flies when they need to sack bunts when they need to get that down, they execute perfectly. And that's exactly what they did. And that's why they've won 12 in a row and looking to win 13 in a row on Saturday against Cal. So it's, it's impressive to watch. Um, I know Dale Sal gets a bunch of hate and whatnot because everyone hates them because they continue winning, but there's a reason they keep winning in all programs because their program is just that good. And they're well coached too. I'm sure they can, you can say they get a lot of talent, but if you look at it, see what Allen Ball <clears throat> or Lattice right? They also wouldn't make a lot of mistakes. There weren't personal fouls. It was smart, executed football, the line of scrimmage. That's where De La Salle always beats you was up front, right? You might think you have all the skill position talent, but it doesn't matter because De La Salle is going to out execute you and they're going to out discipline you. Basketball for years, they've done the same thing. Disciplined, really methodical they win games because they're well coached baseball they have ridiculous amount of talent right but well coached with david jeans there's a reason why he's won many north coast section titles there and cal randall like you mentioned a fantastic pitcher only a sophomore he's committed to ucla when six innings allowed just two hits one run the only run was unearned five strikeouts in that game he's going to be a name we're going to hear for these next couple of years yeah, I mean, you can see why he's already committed to UCLA. And dude has an electric arm, um, and it's just smooth, right? It's not not putting a ton of effort in, uh, and that's what you look for when you're looking at a good pitcher, someone who can effortlessly just throw it hard and just throw it by guys. So it's the first time I've seen Raul Fabian struggle against anyone, um, and he struggled to catch up to the fastball on a couple occasions. I mean, he hit the ball hard still because it's, you know, one of the best players in the Bay Area. But it's the first time I've seen him be late on a fastball. Uh, that's just how good Randall was pitching that afternoon. That says how great Randall is because Raul Fabian's a guy, like we've said, is going to make a lot of money someday. And Kyle Randall, I know you can say the same thing about him. Yeah, they're they're both lead, both definitely on the right track at this point. Yep, they so, are. So, be exciting. Dale South Baseball, I mean, they've been doing it for – just as long as Dale Sal football's been doing it. There's not, there's not much to say about them. You know, it's, 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 they're going to execute. They're going to go in there. If they don't do anything splashy or flashy or anything like that, they're just going to go in there and win baseball games. And that's the way it usually is. It's a great brand of baseball to watch, too, because it's not too new school and it's not too old school, right? I think it's that right balance because they're still doing 
some of the small ball stuff with the bunts and mm-hmm. back flies. It's a fun thing to watch. I like that kind of chess match with it to where it's not just all power hitting, right? Like you see maybe higher levels of baseball, something that's great to watch and it's great coaching, kind of getting that execution going. And you look at the roster, Caleb Chance of San Francisco State committing that game two RBIs. He's a senior Blake Burke going to Vanderbilt. We all know Vandy's baseball success. He had a uniforms in yeah. uniform history at Vanderbilt. Yeah. No, if you, if you go to Vandy, you're, well, you're pretty much going to be in the league someday. He's about to win, especially if you're a pitcher from Vandy too. some of these staffs they've had there in the last five or six years, it's unlike anything. I have a uh, Jack Leiter's kid or something like that. Is that where he's at? I don't know. I can't remember. Or Al Leiter. His name is Jack Leiter. It's Al Leiter's kid. I think he's at Vandy. Yeah, they're always a great program. He's going to be playing there. Go through some of their other stats. Joey Donnelly, two hits in this game. Liam Little had an RBI and one hit. Martinez, two RBIs, two hits in this ball game. But De La Salle. They keep getting hot. They got one more game in this series and this season against Cal at De La Salle at 5 p.m. on Saturday. It's going to wrap up this baseball season. It used to be athletically in NCS. It's crazy. They think it's already over, but here it is. It's crazy. I feel like this baseball season went by in a second. And I know they started a little bit into football season and the craziness of the season and whatnot, but – Every season's just gone by super quick. Basketball's already getting close to ending. When it seems like, you know, you just went to Dublin's game last night. It felt like they just started last week because they essentially did. Yeah, they did. That's how crazy it is. It's it's three or four week seasons almost right now. It's next year. It's going to be normal. It's going to be fun to have that so we can have some of these preseason tournaments. Because I was talking with somebody last night too. We were talking about how excited we are for that preseason tournaments in basketball. Again, you get those holiday tournaments with a lot of great teams. You get some of those cool baseball tournaments as well. You can see a lot of great teams and talent, so it's going to be great to have that. But at least we got a season in for this one. Been some great games this week because we also saw Dublin, San Ramon Valley, boys basketball on Thursday night in Dublin. This game, you guys may have seen from pictures and video, it wasn't in Dublin's main gym. They had volleyball going on in the main gym on Thursday night, so instead it was in their smaller gym. Dublin didn't matter. They got great team chemistry. They're having to kick their players out of the gym way after the game because they just keep talking, keep laughing with each other. Team chemistry goes a long way. Dublin came into this year young with just a couple of senior leaders and Caleb Bowden and TJ Meter. But here they are. They're nine and one. They've got six ranked wins. They're number four in the Bay Area. They just beat number 14, San Ramon Valley, 66 to 50. At one point, Dublin was up 64 to 42 in that ball game. He went up 10 to 2 fast. That survey goes on a run, crashing the glass. The one thing Tom Costello wants Dublin to improve on, so it lost in that game against Mitty, right? Was Mitty has all that size with Van Dahl, Mitchell Burris. I mean, you go up and down that Mitty roster with size rebounding the ball, but Dublin's defense allowed just 50 points. Caleb Oden had a few steals, had a couple of blocks in this one. He had 14 points, the Nevada Reno bound senior you had Courtney Anderson's only a sophomore he had 17 points again one of the smoothest players by the time you see more recruiting rankings come out he's got San Francisco and Washington State offers so you need a lot more offers here soon and I guarantee you he's going to be at least a four star when stuff comes out I think he's going to be a top 100 player when his career does end at Dublin and the scary part about him what did Tom Costello tell me after the game Courtney Anderson's 15 years old 
it's how many 2023 young kids have we seen that just are talented? I don't know how many times I'm going to say it and I'm going to keep saying it until all these kids that are in the NBA draft and NFL draft and MLB draft and on the U.S. soccer team and beyond and whatever other professional sports because the 2023 class is just stupid. Yes, it is. And he's just, you know, we talked about him a little bit, I think, last week. Just add him to the list of another crazy talented kid. And I think everything you said is right. I got to see him play one time so far this year. He doesn't look like a 15-year-old out there. He looks mature. He looks like a senior on the court. He hits shots. He's talented. Knows what he's doing with the ball. Never looks nervous out there. And that's impressive to see, you know, on a varsity, high-level varsity team. It's not, you know, he's not playing, you know, He's playing high-level teams. He's playing against Mitty. He's playing against David Sally. He's playing against these great teams, and he's fitting in and thriving. Yeah, it's it's scary because I know Costello also said after the game, there's at least one play every game where they say about Courtney that that's a new one because you watch him. He looks like – it's literally looks like an NBA player with his style. It's just such a smooth, smooth freaking style. The way he comes around screens, pull-up jumpers, that mid-range shot, he can really do everything. He's about as good as it gets in that 2023 class. And Caleb Bowden, let's go back to him for a second. The defense, he's played one of the games against De La Salle. He held Chris Bunch, who's got power five offers, to six points. One of those games. Caleb Bowden again did it. Tyler Isaac did put up 27 in this game, but he forced Tyler Isaac to take more shots than usual. And Tyler Isaac is phenomenal. There's a, he did so many incredible shots last night. I know you've seen him before. He put up, I want to say, 40 against Piedmont earlier this year in that game. His adjustment's midair, right? It's impossible to defend him because he's going up and he's adjusting on the fly and coming up with just shots with all these different kinds of moves. He's. I wish there wasn't a pandemic because he's another guy that could really get some offers and get his name on the scene. Him, TJ Meager all of these guys, you can tell he's put in a lot of work because last year, a lot of catch and shoot got a third, fourth option for SRV. This year, he's creating a shot. And you can tell Tyler Isaac in that pandemic during COVID, he added to his game, unlike most people in high school basketball. Yeah. Um, he's basically turned into a guy that can create his own shot. Um, he can pull up from anywhere on the court. He can drive and kick it out. Um, he makes smart basketball decisions. I was really impressed when I saw him against Piedmont and that was obviously really early in the season by really early I mean like two weeks ago but he's impressive um, and yeah another guy that's been hurt by the pandemic but I think he'll get a shot somewhere and he's definitely going to be one that to look out for and the you know and see where he goes and as he continues his career. It's going to be fun to see where he does wind up because he's going to boost the program just for that scoring alone there's somebody that could use you can make a lot of money in basketball and get opportunities by being great at one thing. Tyler Isaac scoring alone is phenomenal. He's, he just, he can score any which way. I mean, he can hit threes. He can attack the basket. He can hit these ridiculous mid-range jumpers with defenders draped all over him. He's impossible to defend because no matter what you try to do, there's only so much you can do. It's, like you're trying to limit, let's say you're in the pros, you're trying to limit Kevin Durant, but you just can't. It doesn't matter if you're draped in the guy's face. He's going to come up with something. Yeah. Some great players. We're going to see more great games this weekend, too. 
we've got some baseball today, Foothill Amador Valley and their season finale. That's going to be a great one about Dublin Granada boys basketball today as well. Check those stories out at westcoastpreps.com. And then Saturday, we've got Miramonte and Marin Catholic boys basketball in the morning. We're going to have De Anza Oakland Tech boys basketball in the afternoon. We're also going to have Greg's going to be at Pinewood against Bishop O'Dowd girls basketball. So we've got a fun slate of games for you guys this weekend. So check out all of that. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. Check out all the interviews on our podcast. Be sure to follow all of our work on social media, West Coast Preps underscore for game updates. Stories are posted on there too for the links. And also follow all of our work at westcoastpreps.com.